Saying I got Dragon Balls, I wouldn't lie You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out Put me on the map, one of gaming's who I'm talking about I'm the rapping master chief, epic to say the least Contain the hero, better etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show out Gaming, got a quick one this week, episode 277 of the One Up Gaming podcast. So, please visit the website oneupgaming.co.uk. We sell t shirts and mugs at weather. Stay sensible and listen to the One Up Gaming podcast by John Hare. That's one of our cups. Never been used, but covered in dust. So that's from OUGtech.co.uk. Uh, this podcast, as all podcasts, is sponsored by the music album Games Inspired Music. It's available at all streaming services and Amazon and everywhere. Please buy that, stream it. 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play Charity. So, I'll just move straight into the games that I've played this week. So, I've always loved the old school, like, theme park, SimCity, theme hospital, those sort of games. And I've had a quick go at one this week called Mega, Aqua- Mega Aquarium. Jumbling two words into one. Always great when that happens. English language, love it. But this game, it's got the graphical styling of something that looks a little bit simpler than it actually is. You design your aquariums, put the like the sand or the stones in, put the positions of the plants, whatever oxidates more, put whatever fish goes into each of the aquariums. Certain fish can't go together, certain fish need bigger tanks, ones need small tanks. And it looks nice, it plays nice. It's one of the better sort of sim style sort of games I've played in a long time. I think the last one was the the one that was Sega, was it Two Point Hospital? So imagine that sort of game but in an aquarium sort of form, uh, which is quite fun. So, what can I say about it? It's a good game. 
I don't know how much it is. Uh, I've got it on Steam, I think, and I think I played it on my MacBook as well. So it's available on a lot of places. I'd recommend it. It's a good game. Next up, Beyond a Steel Sky. Now, this game, when I first... I mean, I got sent the code to review, so thank you so much for the, the guys there. Uh, I love the game. I'll just put it straight out there. And the problem that I had with the game, though, was... The simple reason, the simple thing of I was imagining in my head because I'd not heard of this game before, but I was imagining in my head a redo or a remake of the 1994 Beneath a Steel Sky, and which is like an old, old sort of style side-scrolling point-and-click adventure game, and little did I know. That that was the that original game was made by Revolution Software, and then they went on to make the more popular sort of games, um, Broken Sword, which went much more cartoonified, really nice looking games, two D, more famous probably because they were quite big on the original PlayStation. But then this game, it uses the Broken Sword sort of four or five engine where they went full 3D. Imagine the the Walking Dead sort of games where it's full 3D, you can walk around, but you interact with things, you do you talk to people, converse, do puzzles, that sort of thing. And that is what this game is. So it is a sequel to the nineteen ninety four Beneath a Steel Sky. And this one is beyond a steel sky and graphically it's not realistic it's more a sort of cell shaded sort of art style it plays nice it looks nice story's good and yeah i'd recommend it it's another good game so revolution software great game so transformers tactical arena Again, on the, the Mac, I think it's on the Apple Play Store, whatever it's called, Apple Arcade. This game, I actually loved. I'm going to get the names all wrong, but there is a game. It's like the Gears of War Tactics. What was it called? No, not Gears of War Tactics. It was Gears. It was, it was a Gears of War game that came out for mobiles. Where you have a main castle and then two smaller towers, and you have three different lanes to send um, opposition like up. Actually, no, I guess you have two: the left and the right side, and you have to sort of like send your little characters one side or the other to try and defeat their towers and then to their castle, and they send their characters your way. Certain characters will fight in the middle, certain other characters will just walk straight past and will interact until they get to the castle. And Transformers makes great sense. It's a battling sort of game anyway. You've got robots, different sort of like characters, planes, trucks, cars, little tanks. You know, you've got loads of characters, loads of stuff to do. 
And I really enjoyed this game. It was really good fun. The next game, Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. Now, I played the first, I must have only played about 10, 20 minutes. I can't remember now. It, it was a little bit janky, but I can see that it could expand into something a little bit more. I mean, as it was, it was an open world sort of guided game where you played as a chimpanzee or an ape. And I'd have a guess that the how the story goes, I might be completely off, but how would I guess how this sort of started and how it had run? Is that you start off as this ape, you do something in the world that teaches you a new thing, and then you get killed. And then it jumps another million years in the future. You're a more man-like looking ape. You do something else in the world. You learn something, you get killed. You jump another time. And you just keep doing that until you get up to modern day civilization, at a guess. Or at least closer to modern day. But you could tell that it was like a, a, like a low, I want to say low budget game. But not a triple A sort of game. It hasn't got the manpower, the expertise of the game. But if you're interested, it, it interested me whenever I saw the, the title thing on the Xbox sort of store. So when the sale was on, I thought, you know what? I'll buy that. It was only like £10. Next up, some of this been making quite a big waves in the last week or so. And that is The Matrix Awakens, an unreal engine 5 experience and when I downloaded it and I started it up I will admit the very first section of the game it's you can't really work out whether the Keanu Reeves and the is it Carrie Ann Moss can't remember but the two main people of the Matrix movies you can't work out whether they're CG or if they're actually fully recorded and placed into the scene and then when they do the younger versions of themselves they look very CG they look very shiny and plastic the game itself it might be fully like an open world sort of game I know it's a, like a demo experience but the the world just doesn't look great it doesn't have as much detail as I would like especially for a showcase experience the physics of the cars aren't great. There's a lot of getting stuck into things. The cars don't have the detail of some of the games currently available. But I guess as an experience for Unreal Engine 5, and to put the Matrix name on it, it had a lot of interest straight away. It was doing a lot of good things. The frame rate wasn't great, but again, it's not a game. It's like a demo experience. So that was quite cool. Next up, on my Transformers fix this week, Transformers Battlegrounds. And I got this, it was in the sale for the Xbox as well. And I was, I don't know what I was expecting. I've heard it's meant to be similar to the games like the Mario Rabbids Invasion. Was it Invasion? And the XCOM sort of reboots that was out a few years ago now, XCOM 1 and 2. So the tactic turn-based strategy sort of games, grid-based sort of thing. 
And yes, it is like that, but the storytelling, the, the characters, the way the tar, it screams this was designed and made for a 10 year old. Whereas the good games that are designed for to be played for a child, but they've also got the writing and everything for the adult. Because adults love Transformers. We were kids when it was originally like, out in the 1980s, like 84, I think, 85, something like that. So that was a disappointing thing for me, just the writing, the characters weren't great. Graphically, it's not very good either. I think the actual the mobile Transformers tactical arena looks better, which is strange to say, because it's not even like a full sort of 3D open game. Um, but yes, yeah, so I was a bit disappointed in that, to be honest. Uh, next up, a game that shocked me to my core. I've heard the worst things ever for Sonic the Lost World. Horrible, horrible things. But I'm stupid. I downloaded it for the PC. I think I did one of those humble bundle deals where I got like 10 games for like 3 quid. I said, yeah, I'll put that on as well. And it's actually one of the best 3D Sonic games I've ever played. I know it's a very low bar to say uh, one of the best 3D Sonic games, but I really do. I love the the design of the world. It's all weird, odd shapes and loops and everything. I just think it looks good. It runs well. My PC is absolute abomination, but it, it played well on my PC. I've got screen captures and videos up on my YouTube channel so have a watch of that one up gaming Next game, Rims Racing, and this it's from from the intros, the titles, from the videos. It, you could tell it's trying to be Gran Turismo for the motorbikes, and that's all fine and good. But I just felt that the game itself, it's one of these games where the leaning mechanic of the bikes doesn't feel great. Does it feels off? So. I mean, I love car games. I love like proper circuit-based racing games. I'm not a massive fan of rally games because, especially when you get faster, you don't really race the track. You're just racing the conditions and the surface, which that's not my sort of thing. I love being on the exact same track at the exact same time, trying to pinpoint position to cut milliseconds off each lap. But when you just trying to fight the surface and the physics of the game. It's not my sort of thing. 
and unfortunately a lot of the motorbike games because it's you're not turning the wheel you're leaning so as you lean into a corner the next corner you have to sort of straighten up and start leaning before you finish the first and it's you either go too quick or you go too late and it's not I just don't like motorbike games so I don't know why I played it last game that I played this week Halo Infinite now I've been streaming on this horrendous PC for the last couple of weeks um, but I actually downloaded it for the Xbox X um, when the actual single player campaign became available last week so I thought do you know what and sub the streaming, you know, whack it on the Xbox and actually play it proper. And it is the gameplay is so good. It is amazing. You could tell three four three know exactly what they're doing now. They've added this grapple and it's mint. See a canister over there, shoot the grapple, comes back, lob the canister, explodes. Running along running along the corridor, shooting away, run out of ammo, see a gun over there, shoot the grapple, the gun comes flying back and you've got the gun in your hands. Run out of weapons, you can just shoot your grapple at an enemy and you'll fly into the enemy and hit him and kill him. And you can also just use it to get around the levels, which is fun. Because I know a lot of people complain about the halo physics when you jump, it's very floaty. But you have that floatiness with the grapple. And oh my god, it's like just cause you can get around that level flying all over. It's amazing. So yeah, I'd easily recommend Halo Infinite. It's an amazing game. If you've got um, Game Pass, you can play it for PC, for Xbox. It's amazing. So that is it for the first part of the podcast. So please stay with us. It's been me, David, from One Up Gaming, episode 277. We'll be back after a couple of minutes with the news. Listen to the Game Up podcast and I will not have to kill you. What is it? What is this called? A one-up gaming podcast? All right, here it goes. Are we ready? Are we rolling? All right. Listen to the one-up gaming podcast, and I will not have to kill you. Disobey these orders, and I will destroy your city. Go fuck yourself. Hi, David here, still here? Yeah, okay, I didn't go far. I watched the camera, stopped it, then restarted again. That's as much as I've done in the last few minutes. So, what up gaming, David, episode 277. Quick going to some news this week. 
And I say quick, going to some news. Uh, first bit of news. First bit of news is Kingsman 3 is set to begin filming next year. So it looks as though the movie will wrap up Eggsy's story. Now, I have actually liked the original two Kingsmen. There's been a couple of bits in it which has been a bit... Mm, it's a bit gross. It's a bit wrong. But... Yeah, I'd still recommend Kingsman The Secret Service and Kingsman The Golden Circle sort of movies. Um, there's another film called The King's Man, which has actually come out yet. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if King's Man's out. Yeah, I guess it's out because the King's Man's been reviewed on the website. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully it's not as gross and it is action-packed as normal. So, moving on to the next bit of news. <clears throat> and the next bit of news is Dr. Disrespect. Now, if anyone doesn't know, which I don't know, he's the guy who was on Twitch, then got banned on Twitch, and went to YouTube, and got banned on YouTube. I don't, it was weird. I don't know who he is. I know he's like some streamer. But it looks like he's been given a lot of money because he started his own AAA game studio with ex-Halo and Call of Duty devs. So the new studio is called Midnight Society. And it looks to include streamers and fans in the development process. Of course it does. That's what every game does now. Every game you get sent stuff just to put a video up on YouTube. Hopefully to get the name, get the brand out there as much as possible. So Guy Beam, known as his like, YouTube name as Dr. Disrespect, um, so it's going to have a community approach to game development. Um, so I'd have a guess it would be like first-person shootery sort of games, maybe. Um, I like the way it was like, saying it's going to start up a double-A slash triple-A game studio. Um... Oh, he's a former game developer turned streamer. Oh, I guess it could turn out alright for him. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Like I say, you like to see people do well. I, I'm not one of these people that... I don't care who they are. Unless it was Hitler. You don't want Hitler to do well. But, you know, you want the average person to do well. So next up, you can actually now play Sonic the Hedgehog in Tesla's. Um, so Tesla cars just got a little bit faster with the electric blue as the electric car company has a new partnership to, with Sega to bring the blue blur himself. So basically Sega and Tesla announced that 1991 Sonic the Hedgehog is coming to Tesla in car gaming system. Just need to plug in a USB controller and yeah. <clears throat> so it looks like you can also play Cuphead or The Witcher 3. On the new Model X Teslas or the Model S cars. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's Is it worth it? Is it worth a story? I don't think so. So we'll just move slowly on. And this one caught my eye. 
And this one is the Netflix are actually in the works to make a Mega Man movie. It looks like it's going to be a full live action adaptation of the classic Capcom video game. Uh, it's in very early stages of development. Um, so, I guess it's still not officially announced yet, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see when and if that gets announced by Netflix. Uh, next bit of news is quite funny, and it makes perfect sense why Sony were <clears throat> taking... I can't remember who they were to court. It wasn't Scuff, was it? It was someone else. But anyway, um, Sega of Sega suddenly have announced that that they have got um, covers available for the PlayStation Five. So it looks as though you can have. Uh, Red, purple, black, blue, or pink into this. And I thought I'd have actually showed a lot more pictures, but it's all adverts. I'm not going through all the adverts. Adverts there. Yeah. Oh, well, we're going to get... There we go. So that's them there. Should I click on them so you get a better picture? Let's have a look. So as you can see, there's the colours. Not that bothered. I'd actually just buy the the console and have it as it is, but that's me. But yes, yeah, so that's probably why Sony took that other company to court a couple of months ago because they were selling. Um, is it D brand? I think it might be D brand. Next up, um, I mean a lot of people won't know this. I Me, mean, I didn't know this. I don't read. I can hardly read my name. Anne Rice, the author of Interview with the Vampire, dies at 80. Uh, so she was beloved for her work on the Vampire Chronicles, but her work far exceeded vampires. Uh, so she had like over 30 novels. So I guess... Yeah. So I just wanted to sort of say, the Interview with the Vampire, great book. The actual movie was actually really well done as well. Uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to just sort of go out there and say um, it's not just games, we can actually have more cerebral, I can't even say, more brain sort of things in the last few, yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> Moving fast as I can out of that. We'll put a, tra a trailer up now of the Halo TV series. It looks amazing. Hopefully Paramount, they're using their Star Trek budget because they've got like a lot of good Star Trek stuff now that look amazing. So hopefully the TV Halo TV series will be amazing. So I'll shut up now and watch the rest of this. We're lost in the dark. you give people hope 
and I will always be with you. I see this. a new beginning. So the last bit of news that I've got, um, I Am 8-Bit puts up the entire Persona soundtrack on vinyl, including a special 25th anniversary box set. So... It looks as though for the 25th anniversary of Persona, they're going to have remastered music from Persona 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, all together in one package. And now don't get me wrong, it's going to be 400 US dollars, which is wow. So it looks like it's going to be released in two waves. The first one shipping quarter three, 2022. And then the next, the last second wave will be in 2023. Uh, Pre-orders will go live. Yeah, it's already live now. So I guess it's already sold out. So 15 vinyls that feature other eight and a half hours of newly remastered music. Um, each vinyl is coloured to the proper colour for each game. So looking at this, it does look amazing you know it really does look cool as hell don't really want to watch you think they'd have like pictures of stuff but they don't but anyway that is that so i guess we will i always forget to yeah <clears throat> i guess we'll go into our let me log in or is it oh yeah we go so I guess we will go into the UK top 40 so <clears throat> actually oh yeah I think it's still the same as what it was so just quickly rattle through it Super Smash Brothers Luigi's Mansion 3 F1 2021 Back for Blood The Big Brain Academy Brain vs Brain 35, Minecraft Dungeons, 34, Just Dance 2021, 33, Jurassic World Evolution 2, Super Mario Odyssey, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, New In at 30, Cricket 22, Official Game of the Ashes, uh, 29, Lego Jurassic World, Fortnite Minty Legends Pack, Farming Simulator 2022, Grand Theft Auto 5, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Assassin's Creed Van Halle, Jumanji the Video Game, Ring Fit Adventure, Sonic Colors Ultimate, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Marvel's Avengers, Riders Republic, Hot Wheels Unleashed at 15, Forza Horizon 5, at 14, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, 13, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, 12, Far Cry 6, 11, Battlefield 2042. Number 10, Pokemon Shining Pearl. Number 9, Mario Party Superstars. Number 8, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 7, Minecraft. Number 6, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number 5, Just Dance 2022. Number 4, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Number 3, Pokemon. Number 3, Call of Duty Vanguard. Number 2, Mario Kart Deluxe. 
8, America 8 Deluxe. And at number 1, no real surprise, FIFA 22. So thank you for the GFK Entertainment Software Charts, all formats. So that ended, well, I guess it was like a, almost a week ago now. But that is that. So I guess we will just sort of rattle through with the end now. So thanks for watching. It's been me, David, from Warrup Gaming, episode 277. Please visit the website, which is warrupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. You can buy the like the mugs and stuff and T-shirts. Not that T-shirts, in Newcastle one. But T-shirts from bluecyborg.com. Just search Warrup Gaming. Also, you can get them from OUGtech.co.uk. The Games Inspired music album is out now. Just search for it. Buy it from all good stores and some crap ones. If you buy that, 20% of each sale goes to the Child's Play charity. You can buy our first 100 podcasts available on a little USB cassette tape. And that's from audiobooksontape.com. It's £9, but £1 of each sale goes to the Ch- uh, Diabetes UK charity. We have Amazon links on the website, so go to oneupgaming.co.uk and you'll see like an Amazon click on that. If you're buying anything from Amazon, then Amazon give us like a small money into our account just for help advertising Amazon. I really can't go talk much longer. So we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, just search one up gaming. Please subscribe to us and follow us. We're on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash OUG official. If you want to tweet us, it's at OUG official. If you want to email us, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to us and, um, yeah, link it out or you want to call it. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, please subscribe, five stars, positive feedback. On YouTube, please send us questions, anything like that. If you send us any questions on YouTube, then I will give you a free Steam code or a Humble Bundle code. Just We'll just send it straight out for years. If you want to send us your um, Game of the Year top 10 lists, we'll mention them and we'll send you codes for that as well. So, yeah, it's been me, David, Want Gaming. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Peace out, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is uh, Kermit the Frog here, along with Miss Piggy. Hi! Alright, and we are just uh, asking you to listen to our friend's podcast, the One Up Gaming Podcast, on whatever this station is. Um, and remember to uh, go green and conserve lots of energy. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great... If you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but... With your support, we can always move forward and always be better. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. 
But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.